Alfred DeCosta, your host of the L4H podcast. What are you living for today? It is approximately. It is approximately. It is approximately. It is. It is approximately. It is approximately 26 a.m. on 26 a.m. on. It is approximately. It is approximately. It is. It is approximately. It is approximately 26 a.m. on 26 a.m. on the 8:26 a.m. on June 19th on a Wednesday, and I'm sitting here in my living room and. I'm starting my morning off the way every morning should be started with my blinds, those ones that turn vertically and pull to the side from the sliding door, overlooking the grass and other apartment buildings with the canteen of water on the floor and some dietary supplements like tart cherry and apple cider vinegar caps and naproxen. What a combination. Sounds like a cocktail for breakfast. And I'll explain all of that later. But the house is quiet. My son and my wife are gone. They're headed to California, actually. They left yesterday. And they're in Wichita waiting for their plane to depart around 11. Plans for today. My plans for today. My plans. My plans. My plans for today. A coffee shop and a coffee shop. All the other things. All the other. All the other things going. Plans for today. My plans for today. My plans. My plans. My plans for today. A coffee shop and a coffee shop. All the other things. All the other. All the other things going. My plans for today are to go to the coffee shop and write a sermon, which I'm a little bit apprehensive about because of all the other things going on at the same time. I'm just not good at multitasking. Now, as far as the drink, I'm trying this cold brew concept because it's less acidic, and they have this cold foam cold brew concept where the cream on top is slightly salted, and they usually put caramel, but instead I do the sugar-free vanilla and add heavy cream, and it's absolutely phenomenal. And so I'll be having that while I write this thing. And so hopefully later I can share with you what I'll be talking about. It may not be as awesome and even listen-worthy, but it'll allow me to, I guess, um, practice? I'm just not the speaking type. I'm more of a one-on-one kind of guy. So anyhow, I'll share my setting a little later. Let's transition. Let's transition. Let's, 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 let's transition into devotion. Into transition. Let's transition devotion. Let's transition. Let's transition. Let's, 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 let's transition into devotion. Into transition. Let's transition devotion. For now, Let's transition into this morning's devotion. And by the way, uh, my nose, I don't know what's going on with it. It's giving me trouble. It's irritating me. I don't know if I got a hold of something. Um, Sometimes I'm allergic to to dust. So if I touched something, it would cause this. So anyways, that's my setting. I thought for the audio world, it would do some justice to paint that picture in your mind. So here it is. The title today, it comes from this guy and his name is, well, the book that he wrote is called My Utmost for His Highest. And this guy, he was just beyond his time. He died way back in the day. And he had this understanding of who God was. It kind of reminds me of some of our pioneers in the Bible, where they just seem to have this relationship with God that is just different from most people. It's like he was getting a different message. Not really. He just, he was just in touch, in tune. So anyways, here's what it sounds like. The the title is The Service of Passionate Devotion. And he uses a portion of a verse, John 21, verse 16, and he says, do you love me? Tend my sheep. So the question is, do you love me? He says, then tend my sheep. So who are God's sheep? And when we think of that, that's what... uh, Comes. I've just sent me a text. I've just, I've just sent me a text. I've just sent me a text. I've just, I've just sent me a text. I've just sent me a text. I've just, I've just sent me a text. 
Life just sent me a text. Life just, life just sent me a text. To mind, you might hear a little text in the background. My wife just sent me a text because she's been suffering from mosquito bites. And of all the solutions in the world, of all the, the topical additions you can apply or slather on your skin for relief is she comes upon, uh, I think it was like an internet thing that said, get a spoon, heat it up, place it on the on the area and it breaks down the proteins. And so she was able to uh, sleep well despite all her hundreds of mosquito bites. So, excuse my nose, I may have to cut that out. If not, it's for your listening ASMR pleasure. Here it is. Jesus did not say to make converts to the way of your thinking, but he said to look after his sheep, to see that they get nourished in the knowledge of him. We consider what we do in the way of Christian work as service, yet Christ 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 calls Christ calls Christ calls Christ 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 calls to be what we are Christ 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 calls Christ calls Christ calls Christ 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 calls to be what we are Jesus Christ calls service to be what we are to him not what we do for him that's huge secret of a disciple's life is the secret of a disciple's life the secret of a disciple's life is devotion to Jesus Christ and the secret of a disciple's life is the secret of a disciple's life the secret of a disciple's life is devotion to Jesus Christ and this discipleship is based solely on devotion to Jesus Christ not on following after a particular belief or doctrine if anyone comes to me and does not hate he cannot be my disciple there's more to that verse, of course. Check it out at Luke 14, verse 26. In this verse, there is no argument and no pressure from Jesus to follow him. He is simply saying, in effect, if you want to be my disciple, you must be devoted solely to me. A person touched by the Spirit of God suddenly says, now I see who Jesus is. This is the source of devotion. Today, We have substituted doctrinal belief for personal belief, and that is why so many people are devoted to causes and so few are devoted to Jesus Christ. People do not really want to be devoted to Jesus, but only to the cause he started. Jesus Christ is deeply offensive to the educated minds of today, to those who only want him to be their friend and who are unwilling to accept him in any other way. Our Lord's primary obedience was to the will of his Father. Not to the needs of the people. The saving of the people was the natural outcome of his obedience to the Father. If I'm devoted solely to the cause of humanity, I will soon be exhausted and come to the point where my love will waver and stumble. But if I love Jesus Christ personally and passionately, I can serve humanity even though people may treat me like a doormat. The secret of a disciple's life is devotion to Jesus Christ. And the characteristic of that life is its seeming insignificance and its meekness. Yet, it is like a grain of wheat that falls into the ground and dies. It will spring up and change the entire landscape. John 12, 24. It says here to swipe for today's wisdom. It says, oh, his name is Oswald Chambers. The vital relationship which the Christian has to the Bible is not that he worships the letter, but that the Holy Spirit makes the words of the Bible spirit and life to him. Wow. So that's it for now. I'm going to get ready to go and uh, hope you're having a good day. Alfred DeCosta, your host of the L4H podcast, over and out.